Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, Oven Mitt, Molly's right-hand gal and co-host on the show. And we've got a great show lined up for you. I've got it scheduled out to the minute. Do you? Yes, but I didn't leave time to explain. Sorry. Uh, do the every week. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. And it's week three! Ah, all the best things come in threes, like musketeers, or wheels on a tricycle, or the number of examples I'm giving right now! First up, our official ingredient guesser, Henry, is back for another round of Guess the Ingredient. Then, once we know this week's ingredient theme, we are passing things off to Adelina for the scoop. And finally, we'll hear what young chefs like you are cooking up at home with What's Cooking. Phew! I think we finished with just enough time to... Oh, never mind. It's time for the theme song. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. And I do that, too. Mystery Recipe. Mitzi, why are we so tightly scheduled this time around? We normally just sort of wing it with these episodes. Well, you may have noticed something a little different about my left wrist, Molly. Oh, I hadn't. I got a fancy new watch. Check it out! Wow, it's got a lot of different buttons on it. Oh, does it ever! Look, I can see the time, and then I can see the time in Sicily for Oliver, because that's fun and Oliver cares. And it has a little calculator on it. Quick, Molly, what's four times seven? Twenty-eight. You are correct. And I knew that, too. And look, I can set up 100 different alarms all at the same time. That sounds kind of stressful. Uh, yeah, it's been rough, actually. What's that one for? Uh, that's the thing. I have no idea. I've kind of lost track. Yeah, I don't know what that one is either. Okay, okay, I hear you. Maybe that one was for our next segment? I don't know. I gotta go figure this out. Well, while you do that, I'll get started with our first segment. Young chefs, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. In this segment, I'll play some sounds, and then you at home get to try to guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Here we go. Hmm, any guesses what ingredient these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Henry. Henry is 12 years old and lives in Boston. He is our official ingredient guesser this season. Hello. Hey there, Henry. How are you? Good. How are you, Molly? I'm doing very well. Welcome back for another week of Guess the Ingredient. All right, Henry, I am going to play you the first sound. So listen closely and we'll talk about it after it's done. 
It kind of sounded like someone chewing on something hard. Someone chewing? And like crushing it with their teeth. Okay. The word crushing, I think, is really important with this sound. So let's keep that in the back of your mind as we move on to the next one. That one sounded more like rustling, like someone unwrapping something. Mm-hmm. Unwrapping. And so what type of material would you be unwrapping? Plastic. Plastic? Sounded like plastic. Yeah, like a plastic like seal, like around a peppermint. Okay, awesome description there. Let's listen to the third sound. That one sounds like someone cutting this ingredients. It didn't sound like a, a piece of meat. It sounded more like something that was like lettuce. It sounded like, or onions. So something like crunchy. Amazing. So what types of things do you cut that makes that kind of sound in the kitchen that's an ingredient? Lettuce, hearts of romaine, onions, Mm -hmm. carrots maybe. Mm -hmm. Great examples. You are getting closer. Have you figured it out yet at home, young chefs? So I have some hints in case you haven't gotten it yet. This ingredient comes in a head and can be broken apart into multiple cloves. It is an ingredient that has been around for a very long time. It was commonly used in food and medicine in ancient Egypt. Also, it's known as a food that can ward off vampires. (laughs) It's garlic. That vampire one got me. (laughs) (laughs) You are... 100% right. It is garlic. Welcome to Garlic Week. All this week, we are going to press all of the fun and flavor out of this aromatic kitchen ingredient. Garlic can not only add a ton of flavor to any dish, it is packed with vitamins and minerals like manganese, selenium, vitamin C, and vitamin B6. For years, garlic was used as both a food and a medicine. These days, though, it's not something you would get from your doctor, but it's still very common to start a recipe by mincing and frying up a couple cloves of this delicious vegetable. Nice guessing, Henry. Are those sounds making more sense to you now? They are making a lot more sense considering I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) What was that first sound? When you first heard it, you used the word crushing, I think. Yeah, the garlic is getting crushed and they're using the um, crushed up garlic to flavor a dish. You're totally right. This was actually crushing a full clove of garlic which is one of the techniques we use to get rid of the peel around a garlic clove. And what about that second sound? I think that papery sound was peeling off the um, outer layer of the garlic. You described it as the plastic around a peppermint, and it's kind of the same thing for taking the outside off of the garlic clove. And then that third sound, the cutting sound. The third sound, I think, was cutting up the garlic into smaller pieces. Totally. That was mincing garlic. Mincing helps spread the powerful flavor of garlic all through a dish when you cut it into tiny, tiny pieces. And so it's not one big garlicky bite. All right. Thanks so much for your help this week, Henry. We will talk to you again next week. Bye, Molly. See you next week. Molly, it's time for something! Uh, Time for what exactly? I don't know. I 
I'm at my wits end here. I've pressed every button on this thing and then I pressed them all at the same time and then I pressed them two at a time and now instead of the time, it just keeps saying hello in different languages, which I love so much, but it's just not helpful and the beeping will not stop. Mitzi, did it come with a manual or anything? Uh, Maybe. That's a good thought, Molly. Ugh, this is a terrible problem to have when you have to work on a podcast. I can't even be in the studio. Hello. Ah, I'll be back, with or without this thing. Well, well, Mitzi sorts that out. It's time for the scoop. Adelina is back again this week talking to our star ingredient. And this time, it's an old friend from season one. Can you hear me, Adelina? Loud and clear, Molly. Molly! Hi, honey. Long time no see. Glenn, it has been a while. You sound great. Great, not graded. Am I right? (laughs) We'll be right back with The Scoop, right after these words from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing every kid loves, it's snacks. And with Kroger's Grocery Pickup Service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked with the snacks your kids love. Like Kroger's original Chipmate cookies. My daughter Olive is a big fan. So these are the original mini Chipmates from Kroger. What does it taste like? Does it have... Uh, what does it have? Chocolate. Chocolate. <gasps> is it so yummy? With Kroger's Pickup Service, you can just shop online for groceries and pick them up at a store near you. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking! Mmm. Should we do cheers? Cheers! Here. Cheers, Daddy. Cheers. Hi, grown-ups. I want to tell you about the latest cool thing from ATK Kids. It's for the three- to five-year-olds in your life, and it's called the Preschool Chef's Club. The Preschool Chef's Club is a monthly box program that sends an actual box of amazing cooking and science-related content, from super simple recipes to activities, crafts, and games that will arrive at your doorstep each month. Each box is organized around a theme, such as colors, restaurants, or the farm. They are very, very fun. Maybe best of all, each box comes with an illustrated storybook filled with brand new characters— all pieces of kitchen equipment that live in America's test kitchen. I can't wait for you all to meet the gang. Dutch the Dutch oven, Tiny the fork, Courtney the measuring cup, Pinch the tongs, and Sizzle the skillet. If you have a preschooler in your life, get more info and sign up at americastestkitchen.com kids. And use the promo code FIRSTFREE at checkout to get your first box free. This offer applies to six-month and 12-month terms, which make a great gift for the three- to five-year-olds in your life. And we're back. Take it away, Adelina. Thanks, Molly. Today, I'm here with an old friend of the show. Anyone who's been with us since the beginning will recognize this clove from our season one finale. It's Glenn Garlic. Hello, Adelina, honey. Lovely to see you. Glad to see you too, Glenn. This time under slightly different circumstances. Yes! Welcome to Garlic Week, everyone! Ah, what a week. I'm sure you are all just going to eat it up. 
So, to update some listeners, in season one of the show, we used garlic in our finale cook-along, but didn't have time to give garlic a full week on the show. And so I spoke to you for the first time during the finale. That's correct. But hey, better late than never. So, what have you been up to since season one, Glenn? Uh, everything, nothing. You know how it's been these days. I do. Uh, what have I been up to? I mean, I'm good. I've been good. I've been traveling a little, trying to enjoy the weather. Got to see family, all the other clothes from my head. We spent some time reconnecting, which was nice. You know, we used to be literally joined at the hip, so it's been really nice to, you know, reconnect with them. And I've been working on a stand-up set. Really? Yes, I've always loved telling jokes. I figured I'd give it a try. I love that for you. Can we hear a joke? Oh, okay. I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So what is a vampire's least favorite food? What is it? Steak! Get it? Because steak, like a... And steak through the heart. And you'd expect me to say garlic, because, you know... (laughs) I love it. Glenn, I have to say, you seem so different this week. Has something changed with you? Darling, whatever do you mean? Well, I believe the last time we spoke, you were a bit bitter. Oh? I think we have a clip. Oh, no, you don't. Well, I was just coming to see if I could interview you for the scoop with Adelina. And why would you want to do that? Is it garlic week? Oh no, that's right, there was no garlic week. Funny how that worked out, huh? I'm sorry, are you upset? Upset? (laughs) Oh no, Um, it's fine. I mean, everyone else gets their own week, but it's fine. What is there to be upset about? (sighs) Of course you drag all that up. Guilty as charged. I was a bit of a sassy pants back then. I'll be the first to admit it. Well, you seem to have come a long way. What's changed? Well, having my own week certainly helps. (laughs) Kidding. Except not. No, Adelina, if we're being frank, I've... I've been roasted. Roasted? Yes. Wrapped in aluminum foil, tossed in the oven for a bit at 400 degrees, and roasted. It's completely changed my life. That's amazing. How so? Well, first and foremost, my attitude. (laughs) As you can see firsthand from that embarrassing clip. (laughs) No, no, I take that back. Don't be ashamed of who you were. Just be proud of who you are. But I used to be very intense, as you know, and that was not a good look for me. Getting roasted has really evened me out. Brought out a little bit of my sweet side, I'm glad to report. I'm certainly a lot more three-dimensional. Three-dimensional? What do you mean by that? Well, I've become more complicated, honey. There's a lot more to me now. I used to be very one-note. I was like, garlic. Very to the point, you know? But after being roasted, there's more sides to me. There's the old bitter bit you know and love. Garlic. Then there's the sort of sweet side. Garlic. The milder side. Garlic. All the different sides of me sort of harmonize and work together to make me three-dimensional. Garlic. 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 
wow, I didn't realize you could harmonize with yourself like that. Well, that's the magic of radio, honey. But yes, after getting roasted, I've got a lot more depth of flavor. Depth of flavor? Yes, I don't just taste sharp, bitter, and in your face. Now I can add some mellow and some sweet, different background flavors to a dish. I add depth of flavor. So when a dish has depth of flavor, it's like having layers of flavor that build upon each other? Exactly. You don't want a dish that's just one note, right? Something that is just super sweet or salty, 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 it can be too much. But to find that depth of flavor in whatever you're making, draw out different sides of a dish by balancing the sweet with the salty, adding some bright acid with citrus or some earthy umami goodness with some mushroom and girl. Suddenly, you've got depth of flavor. Your dish is harmonizing with itself. Yes. You have me hungry now, Glenn. I know. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Me too. Well, Glenn, I think that's our scoop for today. Roasting garlic brings out its sweet and mellow side, and having depth of flavor means balancing different layers of flavor within a dish. And don't be ashamed of who you were, just be proud of who you are. Thanks, Glenn. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Adelina. And thank you, Glenn, for those beautiful harmonies. I'm sorry, boss. I thought it would work. Oh, it was a great idea, Greg. Don't be sorry. And what's going on, Mitzi? Hey, Greg. Hello, Molly. I was actually trying to help Mitzi end this beeping nightmare of a watch by putting it in this glass of water. But it's not working out. As you can probably tell from the continued beeping. Yeah, looks like it's waterproof. Yikes. This watch is going all wrong. I'm sorry, Mitzi. No, I'm sorry, Molly. I know you're trying to record. Greg. Would you mind helping Molly with the next segment? I have one more idea. I'd be glad to, Mitzi. What's up next, Molly? It's time for What's Cooking. For What's Cooking listeners, we need your help. We want to know what's cooking in your kitchens. Grown-ups, you can help your young chefs call in and tell us. Just dial 1-833-KIDS-ATK. That's 1-833-543-7285. And have your young chef leave us a voicemail. It's that easy. We want to know your name, how old you are, and what you're making. It can be anything at all that you've been cooking at home. Tell us about the ingredients, how you made it, and how it came out. And not just your shining stars, either. We love hearing about recipes that maybe didn't go exactly to plan, because it can be really fun when things go a little off track in a recipe, and you always learn something from it. Each week, we will play some of your recordings on the show. So, grown-ups, have your young chefs leave us a voicemail by calling 1-833-KIDS-ATK today. I went through all of your submissions and... This week, we have some great recipes and stories to share. That's right. Nicely done, Greg. (laughs) Thanks. All right, let's hear them. My name is Elliot, and I am eight years old. A few months ago, we tried to make your nacho cheese sauce. We made the recipe, and we were excited to try it on tortilla chips. We made our nachos, and they were yummy, but maybe too salty. In fact, they were way too 
salty. We looked back at the recipe and realized that instead of using the whole packet of sodium citrate, we were only supposed to use one tablespoon of sodium citrate. It was a good lesson in making sure we read directions carefully. One of the most interesting and delicious things we made was okonomiyaki, Japanese cabbage pizza. We made a batter with flour, water, cabbage, and eggs, and then we made pancakes out of it. We topped it with bacon and really yummy sauces and umami bonito flakes. I love bonito flakes. Thank you. Hello, my name is Elena. I'm seven years old and I live in Portland, Oregon. I like cooking different types of bread and helping mom with her bread and soup. I like chopping the celery and chopping the potatoes and also peeling the carrots. And I like experimenting and letting my mind flow. And whatever I do can make a weird taste and also a fun, yummy taste. I'm going to pass it to my sister. Hi, I'm Emmy, and um, I'm seven, and I live in Portland, Oregon. So what I like doing um, is making breads, making smoothies, like savory breads or sweet bread. And I really love experimenting and like putting butter, putting strawberries, and really like following my mind path and not recipe. And I'm good. Bye! I'm going to say bye. Bye! Thanks to everyone who sent something in. We've got tons more coming up this season, and we're going to include as many of the submissions as we can. So keep listening if you didn't make it on this week. And grown-ups, it's not too late to leave us a voicemail. Bolly! Bolly! Do you hear that? Hear what, Mitzi? Oh, I don't hear anything, if I'm being honest. Oh, thank goodness. That watch has been beeping for so long. I had forgotten what sweet silence sounds like. Sweet. Ah, sweet silence. How did you get it to stop beeping, boss? Well, since the water didn't stop it, I thought I might be able to put the whole container in the blast freezer and... (laughs) Giant ice block watch cannot beep. Yeah, but, uh, what happens when the ice melts, though? Well, maybe I, uh, hadn't thought about that yet, Greg. Uh, Those freezers are pretty big, right, Molly? Think anyone would notice if I were to permanently leave this in one of them? Mitzi, I'm sorry, but we really can't have frozen ice block watches taking up space in our freezers. Besides, that's like a ticking time bomb. Literally. Ugh. Greg, even in my current state of exhaustion, I can give props on that one. Well then, I'm gonna rush home and make sure this finds a corner of my freezer before it has time to thaw. We're just about out of time for today, anyhow. We'll be back with some garlicky know-how next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we have cinnamon, vegetable oil, And garlic. What a trio! If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend! 
or leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about the show. We love hearing from you. Until then, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a chocolate croissant. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is Eggs Benedict. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a breakfast burrito. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik and Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. They are two eggs over easy with a side of corned beef hash. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a Pop-Tart. Our post-production supervisor is Jen Margolis. She's French toast. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is also an omelet. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's two double lattes. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a blueberry pancake. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, Executive Editor Kristen Sargianis, Executive Food Editor Susanna McFerrin, Senior Editors Afton Cyrus and Ali Velez Aldifer, Test Cooks Andrea Vavgin and Cassandra Laughlin, Assistant Editors Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, and Assistant Test Cook Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Jonathan Cormer, Adelina Rodriguez, and Aaron Marshall Bob. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and the National Mango Board. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kits. Hey, Mitzi. Do you know what time it is? Well, sure, Molly. It's... Hey! Very funny, Molly! It's time for you to get a new watch. Never. Never again. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 